Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, co-host and bestie. Hey, Catherine. Hi, Trace. How you doing? I'm great. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, we're just returning. I know that our listeners don't know that, but we're just returning from a wonderful trip that we had. Yeah, it was nice. To Franklin, Indiana. Mm Mm-hmm. That was a cute little town. I loved that town. Me too. Yeah, that town was uh, charming. It had a lot to offer. And, and it was a buzz. Like, there were was. people everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it was delightful. But not busy in a... Um, not a like bad a, way. Yeah, no. a chaotic, kind of hectic, harried way. No, it was just like people out and about Mm -hmm. and we had a blast franciscan health uh had us in they sponsored uh the tickled pink event where i provided comedy yeah at the uh historic art craft theater which was just a riot it was so great yeah great team of of gals Mm -hmm. yep so we enjoyed all of that and the night was a breast cancer awareness event which was Mm -hmm. great so i always love doing those yeah you did a great job inspiring people to stay current on their screenings that's right ladies listening if you haven't had a mammogram get in there girl Mm -hmm. you got to get after that all right well um Let's get back to what we're talking about because we did we we discussed this podcast while we were traveling mm-hmm. to and from Franklin, so that was part of our prep. And today's topic is journaling. Yeah, and I just love this topic because I like to journal, and I have always liked it to journal since I was a young person. Yeah, young, me too. Yeah, Catherine's got her little diary from mm-hmm. from the seventies, <laughs> and it's. <laughs> It kind of looks like a little holly hobby on the front. Right. You know, with the little kerchief hat or whatever it is. Yeah. And the thing is falling apart and it has a lock on it. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> like these are I know. my secrets. And you know, I was always like, you know, lock it up. This is my <laughs> private stuff. And hands off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, yeah. And possessive. then I have a, a, a duplicate a copy of my mother's diary from 1967 to 1969. Nice. Yeah. I have my mom's here too from 1962. So this is what we're going to talk about today, friends, is about journaling and keeping like our little thoughts. And we've got three takeaways like we always do mm-hmm. uh, for for our podcast. And the first one is why is journaling a good practice? We're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And secondly, we're going to kind of just go over like how to get started. What do you do if you if you want to start a journal? What do you do? And finally, we're going to talk about our own stories and, and dive in a little bit to these journals. We've we've had a good time here before we turned on record, pressed record. Uh, we were just laughing about different things that my mom wrote about me and that Catherine wrote when she was little. Yeah. <laughs> just funny. <laughs> All right. And then, of course, at the end, just like always, we're going to have a little bit of spiritual encouragement. So stay tuned all the way to the end because you don't want to miss those little golden nuggets. Mm-hmm. And we have a sponsor. And who is that, Catherine? Puffin. Who's Puffin? Puffin is R. 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 <laughs> yeah. He's proper grammar. That? Right. Puffin R. Our husbands. That's right. Ron and Kenny, mm-hmm. and Ron is your guy, Muffin, and Kenny's mine, Pooh. <laughs> Together, they call themselves Puffin. Puffin, yeah. They're great friends yeah. and neighbors and have been for years just like us. And without them, we wouldn't have this podcast because we would, True have, that. We would have to get a J-O-B, yeah. <laughs> which to- Catherine's in the final stretch. 
of the one I have. Right. So she's had this job with the post office for a few months now. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's good that you tried it. It is. Because you wouldn't know if you didn't try. Right, friends? That is true. (laughs) We just did an episode on that. All right. Well, let's jump into journaling. Uh, What say you, Catherine? Why is journaling a good practice? And what are you reading from over there? Yeah, you found this article from Mm -hmm. Intermountain Healthcare, Five Powerful Health Benefits of Journaling. And what it says is the number one thing, at least that's what they put first, is it reduces stress. And we all know that stress can be damaging, you know, to your physical, mental, and emotional health. And it says that it's proven journaling is an incredible stress management tool, a good-for-you habit that lessens impact of physical stressors on your health. So, um, Isn't that that, interesting that just writing things down on paper can reduce your stress? Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. And these people did a study. This is these are scientific people. This is a medical right. right. It's a medical thing. It's not just us saying it, folks. <laughs> right. It comes from people that study. Yeah. Um and what does it say? How, how did they conduct it? How did they conduct it? Right. Well, I'm reading it here. I'll just say it. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> 15 to 20 minutes a day, 3 to 5 times over the course of a 4-month period. Mm. Okay, so 15 to 20 minutes a day, three to five times over the course of a four month period was enough to lower your blood pressure and improve liver functionality. I wouldn't have thought that the liver same function. Yeah. Uh, Plus, writing about stressful experiences can help you manage them in a healthy way. I do think that it helps you when you get it down on paper. I know that there's a cathartic thing that happens when I write things down on paper. Mm -hmm. And it gets it like it gets those little um, my sister calls it. What does she call it? Like the rat wheel or something. Hmm. You know, like when you're constantly thinking about stuff. Yeah. Like the gerbil running in your head. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I have found that writing stuff down helps to calm that feeling. Yeah. Well, the artist's way uh book yeah the author who wrote that she said that even just a brain dump right is in like it doesn't even have to make sense just dump whatever's on your mind you know from your mind to your hand and onto paper right so when you think about journaling and the benefits of it um there is actually a benefit to it it's not for nothing Right. And nobody really has to read it either. It, it can be just for oh, you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it says here, try estab- establishing journaling as a pre-bedtime meditation habit to That's help you unwind cool. and yeah. de-stress. I can't imagine writing right before bedtime. Well, I was just, I've was i never done it right before bedtime. I've always kind of done it first thing in the morning. Me too. However, I think it would be worthy of a little experiment. Why think, not try it? Well, I, I might try it because yeah. I have trouble sleeping anyway, so mm-hmm. why not? Try it for a week and see if it helps. Mm-hmm. Well, the second bullet point says improves your immune function. And it says, believe it or not, expressive writing can strengthen your immunity and decrease your risk of illness. Those who journal boast improved immune system functioning. And it says it strengthens immune cells. Wow. Yeah. As well as lessened symptoms of asthma and rheumatoid arthritis. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. No kidding. Who knew that writing would be so beneficial? 
to your physical not health. Not to that. I would not have thought to that extent. You know what it is, though? It's interesting to me that the human body, right? It's not just the physical. It's mm-hmm. our emotional, our mental, our spiritual. We're all connected. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't why wouldn't it matter? You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess all the way to rheumatoid rheumatoid arthritis, though. <laughs> rheumatoid arthritis. <laughs> How do you say that, Catherine? <laughs> A toy. It's funny. Well, I mean, they, I, I, okay, so they did the studies and these are scientists. So, mm-hmm. so they must be um, sharing from what they've learned. You know, hopefully they're not making it up, but, <laughs> but we are just people and we've both been journalists, if you want to call it that, or journalers or however you say it. Mm-hmm. And we have found some benefit to it. All right. What's the third one? Keeps memory sharp. Ooh, another thing to keep your memory sharp. Yeah, very yeah, good. I like that a lot. Journaling keeps uh, your brain in tip-top shape. Not only does it boost memory and comprehension, it also increases working memory capacity, which may reflect improved cognitive processing. I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, who doesn't want that? Right. <laughs> All right. Very good. It boosts your mood. Want more sunshine in your life? Try journaling. A unique social and behavior outcome of journaling is this. It can improve your mood and give you a greater sense of overall emotional well-being and happiness. I can feel that when I'm journaling. Yeah. When I So when I was a kid, I just journaled. I don't actually remember sitting down and doing mm-hmm. it. Obviously, I did because I have it here. But now I do it in the mornings, as I said, and it's just therapeutic. I like to start my day out that way does boost my mood cool yeah all right next thing strengthens emotional functions related to mood is how journaling benefits overall emotional health as journaling habits are developed benefits become long-term meaning that diarists well that must be the proper term yeah that's weird i've not seen that and when i came across it i'm like "Uh oh how am i going to say that one (laughs) (laughs) Meaning that diarists become more in tune with their health by connecting with their inner needs and desires. I do think that that is a good practice. Just sort of kind of get a rein on your emotions and what's going on. Yeah. And I did quite a bit of journaling when I was, well, that's how I came up with my book was from journaling. I I journaled a lot when the kids were little, Mm -hmm. you know, because I felt like it was my sanity. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and your degree is in journalism. Yeah, that's so totally you're drawn different. To that, it, it, well, writing, yes, but yeah. journalism is quite different than right journaling. But yeah, I can see where it's kind of woven in, though, mm. for you. Well, journalism, especially back in the '80s when I was trained, you know, in school, mm-hmm. it was more like stick to the facts, man. You know what I mean? It yeah. was it was just like a reporting. Yeah. But journaling, in my view, is more emotion based and what mm. what you're feeling, you know, and kind of what you're going through, that type of thing, where maybe now journalism is more emotion based. Yeah, because I, I was just it thinking seems that. like it's a little crazy now. Yeah. Not just the facts, ma'am. No. Provides a greater sense of confidence. Hmm. That's, that's kind a, of fascinating. Yeah, that's interesting. How would how would journaling bring about a greater sense of confidence? I don't know, but it goes on to say journal, journaling can help in the management of personal adversity and change. 
well, and, go ahead. and emphasize important patterns and growth in life. Perhaps it helps you just to sort things out inside of your mind, Mm. you know, because if you have a situation going on, like let's say, for example, there's something chaotic happening Mm -hmm. in your home, like Mm. you're raising five boys, something like that. (laughs) Yeah. And you sit down with just you and your thoughts and a piece of paper and a pen Mm -hmm. and you're writing. And oftentimes when I journal, I make it a prayer. So I say, dear Lord or Heavenly Father, this is what's going on. Help me to cope with it or be strong or whatever. Mm-hmm. When one is doing that, whether or not you make it a religious experience, you know, or a spiritual one, mm-hmm. even if you're just recording, you know, how you feel about something, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of like a therapy session with yourself. You know, you're just acknowledging, I have these feelings. This situation is happening and this is how I feel about it. And that, I think, can bring some structure to, okay. We're acknowledging this is this. Right. It even says here on that note, uh, research even shows that expressive writing can help individuals develop more structured, adaptive, and integrated schemes about themselves, others, and the world. What's more, journaling unlocks and engages right-brained creativity, which gives you access to to your full brain power. Well, that's all over the artist's way. I mean, that's what artist's way is all about. Right. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it fosters growth. Hmm. Well, those are five pretty pretty darn good benefits. Yes. To journaling. Yes. Anything else you want to say about the benefits of it? Well, I would say that just looking back. Yeah, it's fun. Right. Because that's what we were doing before we even, you know, I wanted to say got on the air, but we're not on the air. Yeah. But when people record their day-to-day activities or maybe big events, whatever it is, it's it's a piece of history. And right. to look back on it, whether it's your own history or, you know, someone you know, whatever, it's a good way to kind of reflect on th- those moments. Yeah, not only that, but it puts you in the room. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. reading our mother's journals mm-hmm. from the 60s mm-hmm. puts us in the room. With yeah. our mothers, yeah. and your in your case, you weren't born yet mm-hmm. when your mother was writing these things, mm-hmm. and in my case, I was born, but I don't recall it because I was too little. Yeah. Um, so it puts you in the room, so it gives you a whole different perspective of what your mother was enduring, going through the good, the bad, the you know, all around whatever mm-hmm. was written there. Mm-hmm. And so that I mean, that's our whole life is just like little days all strung together in a row yeah it's history yeah come to life yeah it's really cool love it all right anything else yeah no okay so let's move on to point two which is how to get started with a journal what kind of advice if i were to come to you and Mm -hmm. say Catherine, i've never journaled before in my life Mm -hmm. what would you say if i wanted to get started i would say find a spot or a place where you like to be Mm -hmm. do that first and if you can get away from distractions, do that. If you can't, then just do your best to relax. Yeah. And I would say also just get yourself, even if you don't have, um, if you want to start right now and you don't have a notepad or any kind of little book to write in, just get some paper and put your thoughts down. Get yourself a cup of coffee or tea, whatever it is you like, and just start a brain dump. 
Yeah. Just start writing. Whatever is on your mind. And it doesn't have to even really make sense. But that's where you can start. That's a starting point. I love that idea. And I like the idea of creating like a little special place for this to happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know I'm like this and you are too. And maybe some of our listeners could relate to it. If you have like a little special little sitting chair, you know, with a special blanket that you love. I mean, I sound like I'm two years old, but. No, but it's true. I do. Yeah. And create like this pleasant that's my chair. Mm-hmm. That's my my journal. That's the, yeah. and I like cute journals. So I do too. If I was saying, I if somebody was coming to me and saying, I want to get started with journaling, mm-hmm. one of the things I would say is get yourself a really cute journal mm-hmm. and a brand new pen. Yeah. Brand Some, new pen. Something, yeah. Something that flows and yeah. writes really well. Um, and you can even get cute journals. And I mean, even at the pharmacy, like Walgreens yeah. or CVS, um, almost everywhere sells them. Yeah. And then I think another little tip that I would give to somebody who says, I'd like to do it, but I've never done it. I would say, um, try it for three weeks straight. Mm-hmm. Try try it with some consistency. Mm-hmm. And give yourself a time limit, like maybe 15 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not every single day, because that might get a little bit too much for three weeks, but maybe 15 minutes a day, at least three times a week, like Monday, Monday Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, when I took the Artist Way class, mm-hmm. I knew a gal that when she did her, her time of journaling, she would, um, she bought herself like a quirky candle like statue thing and it was quirky but it was neat because she took it out and she'd light the candle oh that's cool for yeah ron's here he'll get that oh okay somebody ringing the doorbell it's probably a package (laughs) probably (laughs) anyway she would light this candle for Uh the time while she was journaling Mm -hmm. and then when she was finished she would blow it out and that was like her little ritual that's kind of a really good idea Mm -hmm. i i hadn't even thought of that yeah yeah. Well, there's another suggestion then, mm-hmm. you know, put put a little candle next to your favorite chair with your comfy, your, mm-hmm. you know, some people are going to be like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? <laughs> well, well, and what I like to do is in my favorite spot, I set myself up so that I, you know, I have my tissues, yeah. I have all the things that I need and I'm right-handed. So I make sure that I have um, a place to set my coffee or water or whatever it is right there ready and I'm just comfortable. I think that's the main point is just get comfortable. Yeah. And the thing that I like to do with journaling, and this is just a personal preference. So there are many ways that people could could journal. Mm -hmm. But I like to write it as a like a letter. And I like the letter to be to God. Mm -hmm. And so it's like a a dear, dear Lord prayer. Yeah. This is what's happening. And this is what I need help with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And that way I'm, I'm sort of like given the facts of, of what's going on, but then I'm also kind of sharing the need, like w- what I'm feeling I'm lacking in and just laying it before the Lord. So confessing. Well, yeah, I definitely do the Acts prayer too. Mm-hmm. Catherine and I are very, very well versed in the Acts prayer system, which mm-hmm. is um, affirmation. What is it called? Not affirmation. Adoration. Adoration, confession, thanksgiving and supplication and right. it's just a method mm-hmm. of prayer that we learned well i learned it back in the 80s and then i brought it to Catherine and to some other gals and we've been doing that for many years now yeah and that is a great way to do it too just go through and say dear lord you know and list all of the 
attributes of God that you appreciate or are acknowledging mm-hmm. that he is who he is. Then go through and share your confession, your gratitude, and then this is what I need. <laughs> yeah, that's I, that's how I do my journaling. I mean, yeah. it doesn't always have to be in that order because mm-hmm. God, you know, you can throw it up and he, he'll unscramble it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's how I do it. I kind of weave it in and that's it. Love it. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've covered why it's a good practice, which mm-hmm. was great. And by the way, I'll put that link in the show notes if you really want to read the whole article. Um, it'll be there. We've also covered how to get started with the journal. Now let's share a little bit from our own journaling story. Yeah, let's do that. I just want to add one more thing that if someone is on a very tight budget and you know, you can get like a notebook for a dollar or 99 cents and you can use that and they're cute too. Yeah. You could make your own. You could use, you know, little scraps of stuff at home. Exactly. All right. Well, you want to go first? Sure. Why not? All right. All right. I will read just a few entries that I have from from mine, and I'll read a couple from my mom's. Okay, so this well. one is from your so, childhood. Yeah, this what is year? my little pink gingham. I did not write the year, but I was in, let's see, how old would I have been? Sixth grade, like about nine? Uh, no, you, in sixth grade, you are... 11? No, you're like 11. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 11 So... So we had just gone to England. Twelve. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. You, you're back from England. Yeah, we okay. had just gone, and I loved it. And it's I I think this is what's so funny. It's I say in here I spelled finally wrong for one thing. I say finally school is out, and almost everybody bought a T-shirt for people to sign, even me. <laughs> I just couldn't wait to get in the junior high building would be with the seventh and eighth graders so then i pepper this throughout the diary i Mm -hmm. can't wait to be with the seventh and eighth graders and then i write about the summer and then i get to this the end well summer vacation is over now and school will be starting i can't wait to be with the seventh and eighth graders i will be in the junior high and i've got this exclamation point and it's hilarious because then the next entry is i joined volleyball for a school and I don't like the seventh and eighth graders. <laughs> all of that build up for all of that. You know, just disappointment. Yeah. Wah, wah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then my, I just I seem so different as an eighth grader. I, I read on and I sound like a a, a teenager. Isn't, in my isn't attitude. that great though? Because yeah. we we are just so wet behind the ears. You know, we're just developing and. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know what you don't know. Cool. Right. That's it. Okay. Well, I don't have anything to share from my childhood. I did keep a diary like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it is. I don't even know if I still have it. Oh. Yeah. But I do have my mother's diary. Mm-hmm. As I said, this is from 1967 until 1969. Actually, it goes on into the 70s now that I'm looking at this a little bit more closely. But on the cover of the diary, it says, To the Moran Children... Hope you enjoy reading this. Mm. So this was, um, we discovered this many years ago, and then we lost it for decades. Mm. And then my sister and I refound it up in the attic of my dad's garage after he passed away. How neat. Yeah. So here, this is from, um, I must have been two years old. And my mom says, Tracy's favorite expression is, I want a wink of water. <laughs> It says, 
<laughs> she talks with a German accent. <laughs> Like, That's hilarious. Like, where'd you get that at two years old? Well, I was a bit of a drama queen, Catherine. Was? Okay, <laughs> I am a bit of a drama queen. All right, and then the the stories just go on and on. I mean, my mom had three children within three years, you mm-hmm. know, boom, 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 three kids right away. And I'm the youngest of the three. And then it says here... If you really want to get a laugh, you should be around here when the baby fills her pants. <laughs> and <laughs> the baby me. is you. It's me. Yeah. And it says, Shane and Kelly, my, my yeah. brother and my sister, carry on a scene of holding their nose and crying, Tracy smells rotten. <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh, Everybody poops, Catherine. That's great stuff. <laughs> And then I've got another one here that says, now this is as we carry on, we're all maturing a little bit. Shane and Kelly are certainly not selfish, selfish children at this age anyway. Tracy, on the other hand. (laughs) (laughs) Tracy, on the other hand. Tracy, on the other hand. And then I don't know why it says this, but it says makes a little effect in order to get anything out of her. So I don't know why the language is like I that. I know. I was just weird. thinking that that sounds quite like... Um, proper? Or? Proper, it sounds a little bit oldie-worldie. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is that I was a selfish child. <laughs> All right. Um, a couple more. Here's one that it says... Uh, let's see. Where did I want to start this one? Tracy was watching me shave my legs one day, (laughs) and she wanted to know if I was raking them. (laughs) Oh, mom's raking her legs. Oh, my gosh. Um, I think I've got one more. Is it one or two? Hold on a second. I don't know what that one is. Okay. Um, Poor Tracy. I don't (laughs) think she will. She will be. I don't think she will ever be able to stop crying. (laughs) It's like I was, a premonition. I was a real crier. I cried a lot. Yeah. I was a real whiny baby. And then finally, um, the last entry was from 1974. And my, it's my mother's handwriting throughout this whole journal. Oh, yeah. But then the very last entry, it says 1974. And you can tell it's a, a, a child who wrote it. Mm-hmm. And I can guarantee you it wasn't me. <laughs> Who wrote it? Well, right, because so, it's about you, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this is the handwriting of either my brother or my sister, yeah. and I plan to find out who wrote it. <laughs> Tracy is still a big crybaby. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. I love it. That's such a sibling thing to say. It is. So it was it's all there. my brother. Yeah. It's all there written. That's what's, you know, it's history. And yeah. it's written down. That's awesome. Well, and we laughed and laughed. And yeah. I've I've read through this a couple times now. My sister had, she has the original diary and then she had them uh, duplicated with yeah. some kind of a printing thing so that we could all have a copy of it. Mm-hmm. And I've read through it a couple times and just laughed out loud. It's great. Because it is, it's real life and it's it's quite funny. Yeah. But then there are also some sad moments in there too. Like when, yeah. when John F. Kennedy was shot, she, my mother wrote that down mm-hmm. and she was concerned about her children. You know, she had, this, um, my my brother was born at the time. He was just a little, little guy. 
um, so she was concerned, you know. Yeah, uh, definitely. I can remember journaling about when uh, 9-11 happened. Right. And my uh, yeah. firstborn, Patrick, was only five years old, and I was concerned about the impact that it would be on him anyway, but I wrote it down. Because I had, I have another journal as well when, in fact, in the beginning of it, I say that this is for my children. And at the time I only had Patrick and Emily. Yeah. And I said that I just want them to know what life was like when they were little. Yeah. And, uh, and it goes on from there. Yeah. Well, good idea then mm-hmm. to, to keep a journal. Did you want to read anything from your mom? I was going to. Yeah. Just yeah. some fu- It's fun because... It was so long ago. It was 1962, so she would have been 19 years old. And just just a couple entries we'll read here. How old in 62? She would have been 19. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. She was born in 43. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Did you doubt that? Well, it just seemed like she was pretty young. You know what I mean? Like, I, I thought that your mom was more close to the age of my mom, but my mom would have been older. I mean, my mom died a long time ago, but mm-hmm. I was just like, wow, goes yeah. by, goes fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She says, uh, so this is in July 7th, mm-hmm. 1962. Went on a date with John to Coleman's. Enjoyed myself apart from the big row we had. Uh, she's English, so row is uh, like an argument, mm-hmm. I guess. Brenda gave me her rail fare f- for Belgium. And she says on another entry, I think it's hilarious the way she, the way she's talking, you know, because it's, it's in England. So it kind of gives me an insight Mm -hmm. to her life there. She says it was boiling in our room today, which boiling for her in England probably wasn't that hot. Mm. Uh, She says it was boiling in our room today. Tonight I stayed in to have a bath and wash my hair. Also did some washing. You know, it's just so so English. Mm -hmm. Here she says, went down Vic tonight, had a lovely time. I was dancing with Mick most of the night. Green was with Paco, saw Roger down there on his own. And she mentions this Roger a few times that he's on his own. So she must have had some kind of, you know, heart for this guy that was all on his own. Yeah. She talks a, a couple times about, well, I stayed in. I just watched the telly tonight. And here's one that kind of made me chuckle. She said she's on holiday now, and she says the lads here are fab. Today we <laughs> went to Dijon. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. We met three French lads from Saint Tropez. Tropez. That night I went with a lad named Tony. Anyway, so it's just little entries like that that are just yeah. fun insight. You know, lad and holiday and things yeah, like and that. Yeah, and just picturing your mother as a 19 year old woman, mm-hmm. you know, traipsing around Europe going to dances and Mm -hmm. having a social life and all that. And the diary that Catherine was just reading from is very similar to the one to her childhood diary in terms of its um, size and shape. And it has the lock lock. on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So lots of fun. Yeah. All right. Well, that was great. Yeah. And we have a little scripture to share. We do. Because we always do. Mm -hmm. We always finish up our little podcast with a little some encouragement and Catherine, today you've got it over there. So what say you? It's from Revelation 21.5. And it says, He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for, for these words are trustworthy and true. 
Yeah. And it was Jesus. That's very cool. Yes. You know, I like that, um, what you just read, I am making everything new. When you think about it, today is, new things are happening all the time because our life is always moving forward. Mm -hmm. We're always learning, growing, um, having new experiences. And it is kind of fun to write these things down. And then, like we said earlier, to reflect. Exactly right. On those things. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been great. We have a call to action. If you have not been journaling, we're just going to encourage you to to try it. Yeah, get going on it. Just (laughs) create yourself a little spot, grab a journal, and just give yourself some sort of a time frame. Maybe you want to say, I'm going to journal for the next three weeks or three months or go on, you know, I don't know, a week, whatever you want to do. Yeah, it could become just a natural habit. After a short amount of time. You never know. It could. I forgot to write down what our next episode is. Do you recall? Uh, It is on... No, I don't recall, actually. We have another episode coming next week. (laughs) (laughs) And we we have a list of episodes. uh, Oh, the hobbies. Oh. Yeah. What do you do on your off time? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Well, let's yeah. see. We, well, we started a podcast. That's one thing. <laughs> Do you not like that topic? When I read it before, you didn't say anything. I don't think it registered. <laughs> I don't think it registered because I didn't remember it. Well, the one we have after that is weird obsessions. Gross obsessions. <laughs> Should we do that? It'll be either hobbies or obsessions. Yeah. Or maybe your hobby is your obsession. Uh, either way well you've been listening to the life happens laugh anyway podcast i'm still comedian tracy degraff i'm still Catherine. we'll see you next time